Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Hello and welcome back to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass, episode number 80. Dude, we're getting up there. We're getting elderly. Old men! My name is Ian, uh, joined again by Kevin. Hello. And Ryan the Beard. Yo, yo, yo. Kevin was out last week. Man, Kevin, uh, you were down in Portland and you didn't get a, a... Or did you get arrested? I didn't get arrested. Okay, good. I did spend a lot of money. I came up on some really cool like band t-shirts, some records, some oh, CDs, yeah. I some saw tapes. Your, big, your picture of your stash. My haul. But I did also see some very talented women performing some very <laughs> wonderful tricks with their buttocks. Would you like me to describe one of them? Uh, Please do. Should we? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's go right ahead. All right. Well, you know how you can, like, bend dollars into halves? You know, you just, like, bend it in two. So we bent dollars, and then she would pick it up with her butt crack wow. and uh, drop it into this bucket of so dollars. So it would be like a little teepee, like a huh. dollar teepee. Yeah. But that wasn't even the coolest thing. There was since you can drink <laughs> beers in in Portland. There was a guy next to me drinking a beer, and she's like, "Hey, hey, put that on this little stool right here." So he put it on the stool, and she bent in such a way that she like twerked, so that this beer, she like cupped the beer with her butt and yeah. like suctioned it up, <laughs> and then like bit leaned backwards, and he drank the beer out of her ass crack. Wow, impressive. Huh. And then we got nice bloody steaks. I didn't know that and was enjoyed possible. some in our faces. I thought, you <laughs> know, Ryan Castle said that it would be much better if we were eating um, like ham sandwiches while looking at vaginas. No, man. <laughs> you got to separate the two. So I was like, man, you are a filthy mother. It was, well, uh, it was good times, though. I'm glad you lived up to the expectations we had Yay! of what you were doing down there. Acropolis, awesome. very awesome. There was a chance for us to go to a strip club and watch the band Black Pussy uh, perform, but uh, we, we <laughs> said, no, we got to be good. We got to have manners tonight. Plus, I didn't have that much money, so we ended up watching... Um, <laughs> so that's the real reason. Pretty much. We <laughs> went, ended up seeing... Uh, what's that movie? The the martian in 3d that was a sweet movie uh what what was in your haul like what did you bring back with you from portland a fuckload of stickers I and patches cool stuff. um i got this comic book called archie versus sharknado and uh, is that like a r- legit licensed yeah they're they archie has archie versus predator now oh, and yeah. uh now they have archie versus sharknado in the past, they've done Archie versus Punisher, things like that. But yeah, Archie versus Sharknado. Wow. I got the Terry Funk biography. I got the Behemoth biography by Mark Eglinton, our friend. Awesome. Uh, I got a bunch of stickers like uh, Mayhem and, and Iron Maiden and Slayer and stuff like that. Got some patches. Got a Gorilla Biscuits t-shirt, a Slayer t-shirt. Um, just a bunch of random shit. Just fun stuff. I got a... Some uh, some sizzle pie merch. It says "Death to False Pizza." Awesome. And you got some sizzle pie. Oh yeah, good. That was good. And uh, yeah, it was it was a good time, man. Cool. Do you feel refreshed? I do. I got a lot of Dutch Brothers coffee, which is fucking so sugary and caffeinated and wonderful. So mm. yeah, how was your week without me? It was good, man. I played a I played a lot of video games this week. Star Wars. I finally huh? got some time to do it. Sweet. You- 
Yeah, I played some Battlefront. Getting ready for the new Star Wars. Well, I realized that after you get after a, a, a past a certain point in that game, it's just the same thing over and over and over again, which is nice because I only like to play video games like 20, 30 minutes at a time, maybe an mm-hmm. hour at a time. Uh, whereas with like the new Fallout 4, you it takes like just an hour to even figure out what you're going to do in yeah. the game. And I think we talked about that yeah, last man. week. But my sister got me the one of the earlier Fallouts a really long time ago for, for Xbox. And I played it for about two hours and hadn't even gotten out of the effing Didn't even scratch yet. the surface, yeah. And I, I kind of, and I was like, you know what? Screw this game. I don't have the time for this crap. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I recently started playing Roller Coaster Tycoon again. Nice. Oh, I so love that reason. game. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. So fun. Yeah, uh, I, I realized I had never um, never beaten the uh, the two expansion packs, so I've been working on that. Oh, it's so... I love that. I spent so many hours on that game. I accidentally let a grizzly bear loose on my park. Nice. The other night. <laughs> Did you see the viral fun. article this week where somebody took uh, the Roller Coaster Tycoon, build your own t- uh, the, roller coaster? The sandbox mode, yeah. And they built a... The year-long coaster. The year-long yeah! roller coaster. <laughs> Man, so Where in good. real time, you could set somebody in it, and it would take them a year. Because it goes so slow. But as long as the roller coaster is still moving forward, it'll keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. Just at such a slow rate. What the f*** is wrong with somebody that does that kind of (laughs) shit? Like the build your own map stuff where it's like, I'm going to torture all these people. Watch this. All these guys are going to fly off the roller coaster. That's amazing. It's going to be hilarious. Yeah, there's a great online video. Somebody took a whole bunch of killer whales, put them all in this tub, like 300 of them or something, and just waited for them to slowly die off until it's just this one whale. It was like whale three. It was like whale 280 something. It's just like swimming amongst the corpses of his, <laughs> his dead friends. It's like people that play The Sims and like build a swimming pool, <laughs> let your sim get into the pool and then delete the ladder. Yeah, man. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, that's You're kinda, a sick sadist. Well, that's kind of on The Sim. I mean, you should be able to get out of an effing swing. Yeah, but you that. know how the programming works. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. You know you're going to set the house on fire and delete all the doors <laughs> and see what happens. Damn. I, I guess it's a good thing that people do that in computer games. And yeah, not real life. Hopefully not real life, yeah. You never know, man. Uh, <laughs> you just don't. Today I watched uh, the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Ah, classic. And my question for you guys is, like, what is your go-to holiday movie? What do you have to watch for it to feel like Christmas? Die Hard. Die Hard. There Hell yeah. For me, Home Alone 1 and 2. Yeah. Gotta so do it. Good. And I've already done both this year. Nice. Usually it takes me a little longer. And the next one on my list is Gremlins. Yeah. Oh, is, yeah. Is it just me or is it not really felt seasonal this year? Like, it, it feels like we've had a really, mm. really light winter this year. I was just talking about that with a friend the other day, how it, how it almost feels like October. I mean, it's... Well, uh, it's been f***ing raining like a ton. My backyard is destroyed again. <laughs> Every time around this time of the year, it just f***ing disappears. Damn. The grass just goes away. And it's, it's just nothing. a big f***ing lake. Purified in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> the uh, cool thing you can do is check out the new Bill Murray uh, Christmas season, the Christmas special on Netflix. It's kind of like a, uh, it's like a musical sort of thing. Um, if you've ever seen Bill Murray's <laughs> Scrooged, yeah, great fucking classic. That's, a, that's another one. Christmas movie, and uh, you know, uh, I, I was a fan of it. It's pretty fun. It's only like forty-five minutes to an hour, but my favorite is Muppet Christmas Carol. I was about to say oh, that, yeah. man. I watched. That's the first one I watched. Have you guys checked out the new Muppet series yet? No, it's I actually, haven't yet. 
friggin' awesome. Sweet. The last I, I saw the first Muppet movie that was made by uh, it was like the Muppet reboot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah the yeah. Muppet movie. What's made the guy's? by Seth Rogen? No, it's the uh, other guy. Uh, that smarmy rom com fucking dude. I know that was in. Yeah, no, you know what I'm talking. The guy from How I Met Your Mother. Yes. yes. Is it Jason? Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So and he like wrote and did that whole movie. Yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, the one thing I do want to see before it's too late is the new Krampus. Oh yeah. 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 What I've heard the reviews from people they're they're like this is on par with like Gremlins. Sweet. And all of the, like uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, cool. all the classic holiday horror movies. Uh, I, How about Jack Frost? You ever see that one? God, that the movie snowman was bad. in the shower. Yep, me, me, it's pretty fucking terrible. Oh, have you guys done any Christmas shopping yet? I oh yeah, have. I I you got have? my mom a big ass TV. I got well, nice. well she hey, doesn't uh, listen to podcasts. Hey, so. I got my mom a big ass TV. Uh, I, I can ble- yeah, just I got you a big ass. I got you a big ass deal. <laughs> I got. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got my nephew a big ass Ninja Turtles like uh, fighter pilot jet thing. I got my sister and my brother in law like a DVD player because there's broke. Uh, and then I got myself a bunch of wrestling t shirts and cassette tapes. There you go, mother. Because I don't got a girlfriend this year, and it's actually sweet to, that cool? to be single because you don't have to buy. You don't have to feel guilted into spending a load of money. Take that money you would have spent and get yourself a Christmas present. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. I uh yeah, I did. I'm gonna go to Ring of Honor 14th anniversary in Las Vegas in February. So sweet. I'm, rules. I'm working on getting press credentials for Mig's uh Mig's cast. I'm gonna interview a bunch of wrestlers and uh get uh get in for KISW. So this week I tried to go Christmas shopping like I was downtown driving around in Westlake oh. and like I pulled <laughs> into where I would have parked and I just looked around and was like, nope. Nope, can't do it. <laughs> just go to Target in West Seattle. It's like, I can't fucking do that. I hate being in that atmosphere. J- just go up north to Northgate. It's, it's That's not true. too bad. Or South Center. Man. South Center sucks, though, too, in this. <laughs> like, yeah, at, at these days, I just don't go out in public that often. Like, I work at home. He's and agoraphobic. And I just feel like, yeah, the longer I don't go out, the more I feel like people are, like, looking at me, and I'm just like, uh. People fucking follow me around the store still. Like, Weird. some it's going to go down, and I'm just like, hey, man. Do you need me to bust out the couple hundred bucks I have in my wallet to prove that I'm gonna fucking? Dude, I I, I hate could be that shotgun at. strapped to your back, but yeah, I don't right. know. that might be the problem. Man, I hate getting stared at in public. I I had one last night. Then shave your beard. Accidentally put my foot in my mouth. I, I walked into the bar and this really large woman just went went. My God, that's a whole lot of beard. And before I could stop myself, <laughs> my I God, went, that's my a God, that's a whole lot of woman. <laughs> And oh my did you God. say it? Did you yeah. say that out loud? Oh, I said it out loud. It like oh. it was it was one of those things where halfway out of my mouth I realized what I was saying was just like nope nope take it back take it come back no but it's gotta go what oh. you say no she just glared daggers at me man it was bad so I went and met up with my friends and yes. we were having a good time in the back of the bar and as we were walking out. The woman and all four of her friends were just glaring at me and my whole friend group, man. It was bad. That's a tough one because you can't ever tell if they're like admiring your beard or feel like, look at this guy's fucking beard. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, and I'm always like, look at this guy's fucking beard. <laughs> it's time for the news here on the Metal Shop Backstage Podcast. And it looks as though 
there is something, a way that we can give back to the metal community in this time of giving and the holiday season. Steve Vai, Zach Wilde, Mike Portnoy, Billy Sheehan, and Derek Sherinian and John Five are all coming together to help out Tony McAlpine. Tony McAlpine, a guitar virtuoso, a shredder indeed, for years and years and years, been known as one of the top guitarists in the world, recently hospitalized with severe stomach pains after misdiagnosis after misdiagnosis after misdiagnosis. Finally, they found a huge tumor in his uh, intestines, and it was removed. He found that he had colon cancer. They were able to remove the tumor, but he needs at least six months of chemotherapy. Now, he's not one of those musicians that may has like billions and billions of dollars that he can just throw into that He's a musician's a musician, someone who tours pretty DIY, puts out his music himself. I mean, he's the kind of guy that, you know, when you get a tweet from him, as we have in the past, that's him sitting at home tweeting, yeah, listening to Metal Shop. So he is a rad dude, and uh, he has right now um, a benefit concert going on. It's actually going on right as we talk. So obviously you can't get there. We can't get there, though we wish we could. It's down in the East Bay. You get, yeah, you get like San Francisco. Hopefully we can, uh, you know, record, uh, maybe order a DVD in the future of because that's a that's a star-studded show but what you can do is go to gofundme.com slash benefit for tony all one word uh and then you can uh, just check it out you can give any money that you can five dollars ten dollars fifteen dollars whatever it all helps fifteen thousand dollars was the key to key number they needed it's going a little bit above that but anything Good. else helps it's awesome Keep helping them out and uh like you said six months of chemotherapy let's let's get him back on stage smiling and uh and healthy again yeah, man, that lineup is absolutely insane too. I mean, Seriously, freaking Paul Gilbert on there too. Uh, looks like all these people are donating all kinds of guitars, drums, all kinds of things like that. Um, Neil Peart donated a snare drum. Looks like uh, Loomis donated a few things. Uh, nice, freaking awesome. Man. Yeah, I mean, like you can tell how influential the guy is by the amount of people that are stepping up to right. the plate and uh, helping make it happen. Well, and he seems like the kind of guy that's that helps musicians all the time. You know, just. You know, if you have a question about whatever it is, he'd be the guy to go to, and I'm sure you'd get an email back from him. So it's good to see that, uh, you know, if you're a good person, good things come back to you. So so one more good. time, Tony McAlpine, go to GoFundMe.com slash Benefit for Tony if you're looking for a place to uh, toss a few dollars in a charitable direction this year. In what should come as no surprise, Vince Neil from Motley Crue, still a douchebag. He was uh, among the notable people whose names were included in a list of California residents penalized for violating the excessive water use ordinance. Obviously, California is in the middle of a humongous drought, and uh, it has been reported that Neil consumed more than 2,200 gallons daily Daily. at his home in Danville, um, which is one of the top 25 wealthiest cities in California. Um, And so there were 1,802 customers in the East Bay Municipal Utility District who uh, you know, used a lot of fucking water, way more than they should have. He faces a fine of two dollars for every unit of water he used over the sixty-day billing period. Okay, so yeah, two months. Two months. Two uh, months of twenty-two hundred gallons a day, daily. It's like whatever. I got this. I'm Vince Neil. Vince Neil. I know. Or he's gonna go bankrupt and go. How many Damn times water. does he need to wet his hair? <laughs> uh, twenty-two hundred gallons worth per day. I don't know. I'm sure he has some sort of stupid fucking um wa- like uh water fountains and bullshit like that and probably like three, got a water three pools and uh Chris Broderick and Sean Drover from Megadeth left that band earlier this year and started Active Defiance and Chris Broderick announced this uh actually earlier last month that he's going to be putting out a new solo album and an instructional DVD. So if you want to learn to shred like Chris Broderick, 
uh, you will have the opportunity uh, early in 2016. Nice. Uh, Kill Switch Engage is back in 2016. They have a brand new record. Definitely uh, vibing out like Kill Switch Engage. It's cool to hear Jesse back in the band. Of course, this is his second album doing vocals again for the band. Uh, it's called Strength of the Mind, going to be out on Roadrunner Records. And they're on the cover of the new Revolver, dressed as Star Wars characters. Very appropriate. Buying into the hype. Here's a, a little piece of the new song. So uh, I'm sure we're probably going to get a new record from Killswitch next year. Interesting. Ian, I have a question for you. Now, this is kind of off topic, but you we mentioned, you, you said something about buying into the hype of the Star Wars. Now, I'm curious because you've always been, since I've known you for about 10 years now, you've been a diehard Star Wars fan. Yep. Even at the height of it, and right now I'd say is the height of it. I went into Kohl's today to, to pay like my Kohl's credit card or whatever, just make a payment, and there was Star Wars fucking everything Star Wars. Totally. And so my question for you is, is does that... Does that bum you out, or does it make you stoked? Are you happy that so many people are, like, Star Wars freaked out right now, or is it kind of like, um, eh? It's the kind of thing where the 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 ideal and the hope comes from that the new Star Wars movies are actually going to be awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest part of the hype, uh, whereas the last time this happened, about 10 years ago, and <laughs> a little less than 10 years ago, <laughs> everybody got crushed. In, and there was this huge merch merchandising campaign and then the movies kind of sucked ass Mm -hmm. so that left everybody with a little bit i still haven't seen the third prequel uh the third one i think was one of the best ones because it explains how he becomes darth vader dude you you gotta watch him in uh in i think it's hatchet order it was called and basically you uh you watch the first two original star wars movies because the second uh, Empire Strikes Back ends with, like, the, Luke, I'm your father. And he's like, no! So then you go back and you watch episode two and three. So it's like an extended flashback. So you get the Darth Vader story. Huh. And then you finish him off with Return of the Jedi because it kind of ties everything together. And you just because- say, f*** season, uh, or f*** episode one. Right, the and first- you don't actually lose anything from it. And, and it kind of ties everything together because Star Wars is about Luke's story. It's not about Anakin's story. I think time is going to go on to tell that... Because I, this is just my prediction, mm-hmm. the next three movies are going to be so good that those prequels are going to look so motherfucking terrible. Just that much worse. And uh, I don't really care, dude. My, my connection with Star Wars is personal. The only thing I give a shit about is if people are going to jump on the internet and start ruining it for people who haven't seen it yet. Live tweeting it. That's what I'm going to be the most upset about. And that's why I'm glad that I get to go on one of the first days. Because that's what I was most worried about. Somebody's going to ruin it. Like that old yeah. sign, that sign. I think we mentioned this earlier. That Seinfeld episode where uh, he's walking. Somebody who just got out of the movie is walking past a line of people going in to see Empire Strikes Back, and he goes, "Oh my God, I can't believe Darth Vader is Luke's dad!" And everyone in line goes, "Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> you just Such ruined the whole movie!" So that's what that's the only thing I was worried about. Yeah, I well, think it's gonna be cool, man. It, just it's a stay, whole don't new... don't pay attention to the internet because there's gonna be trolls trying to fucking destroy people's dreams and hopes that it's, day. So right. 
Just don't open Facebook. It's going to be Star Wars 7, 8, and 9, and in between there's going to be a Boba Fett movie and then a couple of movies of other characters I can't remember. So. Is there going to be another Ewok movie? There's going to be a new movie like every <laughs> Year. Yeah, they, they they were they were talking about a new Star Wars movie every year, not necessarily following the main plot line, but filling in all the stories, the side characters, and things like that. It, Sweet, it's, it's supposed to be pretty rad, man. I I have high hopes for it. I think that, you know, as much as I don't like a lot of the things that Disney as a company does, I think they're really really good at developing characters and keeping uh, yeah. a story moving along. It's and a strange like combination because it's a new, it's a recent Disney acquisition and somebody who doesn't do a lot of Disney stuff is doing the first movie mm-hmm. and then they're changing directors all the way around. Huh. So mm. it's kind of never been done before and they're hiring new actors that haven't really done that much. I think it's going to be good. Well, I think it's a good idea to hire a bunch of new actors that haven't done that much because you don't want somebody super recognizable. Sometimes that, that'll that ruin a movie for me. Make a new character. Yeah, if I, if I see somebody that I'm used to seeing in a different role um, as a different character in a movie, it just snaps me out of the movie because I'm like, oh, hey. There's... Oh, it's that guy from that thing. Yeah, exactly, man. Uh Back to metal news. Lamb of God singer Randy uh, Randy Bly recently said this week that he's going to leave America. So he's jumping on that bandwagon if Donald Trump becomes president. You know, that's he's a, like I'm leaving if so and so. That's a really good way to get a bunch of metalheads to be anti-Trump pretty goddamn quick. Yeah, I mean he's been he said it to our faces. Well, that I, I like, know, but I'm saying all these. Uh, I'm guarantee you a bunch of metalheads are just going to go. We can't have Randy leave. We just got him back. Not F Randy. Trump. But, I mean, it's that statement of, I'm leaving. Not Randy. So many people said that for <laughs> George Bush the first time, mm-hmm. or George W. the first time, the second time. A bunch of people said that for Obama. Nobody ever leaves. Why does everybody say that? I'm leaving. No, you're not. You're <laughs> not leaving. Nobody's leaving. You're not going to do it. He should leave to Czech Republic. <laughs> See what happens. Oh, dude. <laughs> you know what's funny is that in this article they cite Metal Shop. Nice. Down to the bottom, it says, back in August, Blythe told a metal shop radio show about Trump. Uh, Trump does not know what the common man does. He has no clue what the average working person goes through in order to pay their bills. He does not give a fuck about you. He gives a fuck about protecting big business and the lobbies. You know what I mean? So fuck that guy and fuck his hair. He has no need to be the president of the United States. Just because you're rich doesn't mean you should be president of the United States. Goddamn right, metal shop radio program. Shout out right there. Shout out to Metal Shop. Making Radio a difference program. in the election. Not really. So uh, this whole like ugly Christmas sweater thing, it's funny, sort of, for a little while. And now uh, every time I refresh my Facebook page, there's a fucking ugly Christmas sweater for every goddamn thing. I like uh, Rick and Morty. There's a Christmas sweater. I like Adventure Time. There's a Christmas sweater. I like WWE. There's a fucking Mick Foley Christmas sweater. I like Katy Perry, there's a goddamn <laughs> Katy Perry Christmas sweater. There's Anything, an- Anthrax Hanukkah sweater. There's everything, bro. And uh, Pantera is throwing in the one, but this one's actually dope because it says fucking holidays on it. <laughs> I, I just it hear that in Phil's voice, just fucking holidays, brother. <laughs> Where did that to the Christmas party? thing is like this was an idea that came out of the thrift stores yeah you could go to like the thrift store and get an old looking christmas sweater like a kindergarten teacher's christmas sweater but this pantera christmas sweater Mm -hmm. is (sighs) 68.99 damn instead of like 5.99 which you would get from 
whatever. Yeah, those God, things are rough. those things are fucking expensive. Man, I'm still I I get a new ugly Christmas sweater every now and then when I find something that I really like. And my roommate beat me to the punch, got me my Christmas present early, and he got me a Dragon Ball Z ugly Christmas sweater. Nice. And I'm well so pumped on it, man. So, you know, I I I don't know. I feel like spending that much effing money on any article of clothing unless it's you know, a really good winter jacket or some sturdy snow boots or something is kind of ridiculous. Are you gonna man. wear that every day when you're walking around? Pantera right? fucking holidays for thirty days. I'm all about the holidays. Get in the spirit, motherfucker. You know, that's what I really want to do for my uh, my decorations. My neighbor asked me if we were gonna decorate for Christmas, and I'm really thinking about just carving out the letters for the word holiday and just put those on my lawn around Christmas time, then take them down, put them back up around Halloween. Just the same crappy homemade decoration what you should do is get a razor blade and carve christmas in your arm and then when he goes where's your holiday decorations go right here motherfucker where's your commitment right across the slayer dude uh this past week it's not holiday sweater related but it is a fucked up t-shirt related i was scrolling through my instagram and i saw this fucking t-shirt it's uh it was a like a half alive baby it was like a an, an illustration it was like a half alive baby with a coat hanger like stuck uh, to it uh, and it said i survived abortion 1998 oh my god <laughs> that's so planned parenthood Did world tour it? 1998 uh, i survived oh uh, cool <laughs> well we'll see if we still have a job again next week uh, see how that goes uh, that'll be a creative edit I uh, remember a couple months ago when we talked about how Zach Wilde had separated himself from Gibson Guitars. Yeah. Which was a weird move. So he started his own guitar company, and just this week he announced that he's signing with Schechter. Okay. So he's like, just kidding, different guitar company. He's like, my guitar sucked. So it's not him, it's Zach Wilde's Wild Audio is uh, signing a distribution deal with Schechter. So Schechter is going to sell the Zach Wilde guitars now. Zach Wilde, Instead wilding out. Hmm. He's like, we need to put a hotter pickup in this Gibson. And they were like, I'm sorry, Mr. Wilde, that's not going to work. You're fucking fired, brother. I'm going to <laughs> shit. Get out of my fucking dressing room. Dude, that headstock looks kind of out of control, man. It looks like you could kill someone with it. Yeah, Get dude. out of my dressing room or I'm going to fucking kill you. I mean, they look pretty sweet. I mean, it's that, it's that, it's a distressed, uh, that, oh, target looking target. Hmm. But uh, it's a like flying V with a spiked Spear. headset. Looks like a whaling someone. harpoon. Uh, this y- so it's for your mom. Ooh, burn! Your mom's a slut. Uh, Cannibal Corpse <laughs> is touring this year with one of the sickest fucking lineups I've seen in quite some time. Cannibal Corpse to tour North America with Obituary, nice. Cryptopsy, nice. and Abysmal Dawn. Nice. And, uh, dude, it's going to be sick. Let me see here. When are they playing Seattle? March 5th. And this one's going to be a bit big for El Corazon. It's definitely going to sell out. It's definitely going to be hot as f- And it's definitely going to be sweaty. And I'm definitely going to stage dive and crowd kill, you bitches. Be on the lookout. So it looks like Crowbar has four songs written for the next album. The Riff Beast has sitten in it, has been sitting in his riff chair. Exactly, man. You beat me to it. Uh, where do you write your riffs, man? I got my riff chair. Sometimes I get up in the middle of the night, feel like I gotta take a shit, and then I got a guitar right there, right by my toilet. What and kind then of I ride a riff? What, what kind of amp rig you use next to your riff chair? I got a big old half stack sitting right next to the yeah. riff chair. <laughs> yes. So that's gonna be a sick tour. That's uh, the Cannibal Corpse one, and then hopefully Crowbar will do a tour this year, and then we'll get the heaviest fucking year. 
ever. Megadeth isn't coming here on their next tour. Fucking uh, weak. That's the news for that. That's uh, with Go, suicidal and children. If you already listened to our Megadeth interview, you'll find out that he was like, I didn't know. Yeah, and he cracked Sorry. a joke. He's like, it's because the promoter hates you guys. We're like, cool. Makes sense to me. Makes Sorry, Seattle. It's our fault. But yeah, they're going on tour with Suicidal Tendencies, Children of Bodom, and they're not playing Seattle on this uh, round of touring. <laughs> Sorry. Apparently, uh, Lemmy's, motor <laughs> Lemmy's Motorhead. Motorhead's Lemmy. Of course, Lemmy. You know Lemmy. He's sick of being asked if he's going to die. Who the f- who asked somebody? Are that? you gonna die? <laughs> <laughs> hey, first me, question: uh, How long do you think you're gonna live? First interview question: Are you gonna die? <laughs> of course, I'm gonna die sometime. You fucking asshole. We all die. He does look skinny as fuck, though. He is 69 years old. You said 69. Mmm, <laughs> like it. He's got a lot of fucking swords and a lot of really sweet Nazi memorabilia. I mean. <laughs> Dude. Sketchy Nazi I mean, memorabilia. Uh, yeah, he said death is an inevitability, isn't it? You become more aware of that when you get to my age. I don't worry about it. I'm ready for it. When I go, I want to go doing what I do best. If I died tomorrow, I couldn't complain. It's been good. Hmm. So let me 69. My dad's 64. He it's, it's birthday today actually, and uh, my dad's <laughs> gonna live for like 30 more years. Mm-hmm. But I bet if he started drinking Jack Daniels and smoking <laughs> three carton cigarettes every day, it might be a little different. Yeah, man. It looks like uh, Lemmy previously stated that he didn't expect to still be here at 30, which sounds I got about 40 right. extra years out of it. Ha <laughs> ha, I'm going to ride this body out till it's gone. Speaking of people who are going to die soon, uh, frisky 92-year-old great-grandmother Mildred Vandorsum was hospitalized over the weekend for tricking out her vag. Yes, she was- Trick it out. She's an elderly lady, and the headline is Elderly Lady Hospitalized After Bedazzling Her Vagina with Granddaughter's Arts and Crafts Kit. Bedazzle Bajango! Yes. Um, she, she met a 36-year-old male who asked her out on a date by seeing her eHarmony profile. The family tried to convince the great-grandmother of 22 to reconsider because of the age of the newly acquired guy. However, she was ready for an adventure, so she bedazzled her vagina, and then she went to the- This can't um, be real. There's no way. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is this is this a fake one? I don't know. It says she used super glue to adhere the gems to her vaginal area, causing poisoning to her system. Sorry, uh, Granny. I believe it. Grandmas are crazy. Kevin just wants to believe. I want to believe. I want to <laughs> see a bedazzled grandma. I think you fell for it. <laughs> Speaking of which, it's about time here on Metal Shop's Backstage Pass to uh, enter the brutal poetry Too Hot for Radio Lounge. This week, in the spirit of Jesus, here is Viral Loads' Axe Handle Enema off their record Practitioners of Perversion. Kevin, take it away. Axe Handle. Escape. The mental ward truly sick. His sickness built upon the victims he picked. Axe handle fetishes his choice means of pain. Axe handle. Axe handle enema. Feverishly beat to death. Eyes gnarled, fractured skull. Your ass he now reams. (laughs) Fantasies now fulfilled. Stench of piss and sh. His drugs are your screams. Smells so good. Shattered bones stick through your flesh. Mind numb to carnage, immune to feeling. Compound fractures. Intestines ripped from the corpse. Axe handle stained with shit. Your end of being. Chop! 
living in pools of chop your dead ass is split bloody psychopath blood and pus filled aftermath humiliated dead is stained axe handle tasted now you are wasted killing intensely splattered spleen torn away killing intensely pumping you full of wood killing intensely beating you to a bloody pulp killing intensely bowels flow free axe handle escape of a mental ward truly sick axe handle axe handle enema gut fucked. i always wondered what they said in that song thanks for the clarification kevin you're very welcome fire load axe handle enema uh, if you're done with our podcast this week, go over and check out our interview that we just did with Dave Mustaine. See you guys again for episode 81. Yeah, it was a lot classier, that Dave Mustaine interview, than mm. what we just talked about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I hope. Happy holidays. See you next. See you next. Bye. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.